0: Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining us in our latest episode of Movie Talk. We've been on a little bit of a hiatus uh, due to me traveling um, a few months back prior to this pandemic and other uh, different issues currently going on right now um, in the country. But we are back. We are back with a movie review just for you guys. My name is Jad Cato. I'm one of the writers here at The Workprint, and I'm also joined by a very good friend of mine, another writer. Um, also on the site and the host of TV Talk, you guys know him, Christian Angeles. Woo! Hi, how's it going? Good, man. How are you? Okay. It's it's been a rough pandemic, but like everybody else, trying to just see it through, do what I have to do. Absolutely, it's super important to do that. I hope every listener that we have here is uh, doing well and that they're in good health and that they're communicating with those around them. You know, with their loved ones and with their friends and family. Um, and staying positive. And um, I think one way to do that, in my book at least, is to really indulge in art, right? Whether it's media um, or something craft-based, I love getting involved with it and it definitely has been um, helping me get through this uh, you know, indefinite period of isolation mm-hmm. until we can kind of figure things out in the nation. How about you, Christian? What have you been doing to kind of uh, keep busy? Uh, The the work hasn't really stopped. I'm kind of
1: trying to juggle between like keeping calm in this kind of panic, but then also uh, still knocking some of the work out. I have a book review that I'm working on this week, in particular for the site, and then I have my two comic books that I'm still working on, a screenplay, and another short story that I'm trying to get an audio recording for. So I'm very just generally busy. Um. But on, on the fun side, I've also been, like, playing a lot more games. So lately I've been playing um, Resident Evil because I felt like it was oddly appropriate. And Resident Evil 3 is coming out soon in about a week and a half. And, uh, yeah, uh, checking out more movies, I guess. That's about it.
0: Awesome. And speaking about, um, you know, oddly appropriate movies, we're going to review Contagion today. Woo! Contagion. I know, doesn't that sound exciting?
1: <laughs> it's it's exciting. Also it's uh very fitting. Um this a lot of people say that this movie is a um, what you might call it a forewarning about what's happening right now.
0: I know, almost like a prophetic type of message that was sent out from Steven Soderbergh of the past to future <laughs> now. But he got the time of when it came out wrong, right? If only we had that a couple months ago when it came out, we would have definitely paid attention and fixed it all then, right? <laughs> I know but, seriously. Yes. So creepily um similar to kind of what's going on right now um of course not with the disease you know COVID uh, 19 what we're currently experiencing is not the same as the mev1 that is discussed um in the movie mm-hmm. so it's much more severe by the way this is how christian and i relax when we hang out we just watch very anxiety inducing um <laughs> movie and t- movies and tv shows basically Pretty much, and uh, even when we're reading too, we just were like, "What's going to make us anxious and upset for the next two, three months?" That's <laughs> it's like
1: desensitization it. or inoculation, exposure therapy. There you go,
0: <laughs> exposure therapy for for the warriors that both Christian and I are yeah, basically with the work, work current, <laughs> you know, bringing movie reviews to everyone's doorstep. <laughs> yes, so it's it's uh, similar in the sense that people are having a um. I guess like you can say like a societal panic attack or at least half the people are mm-hmm. on kind of what's going on uh, currently and that's something that the movie really does focus on. It's essentially, you know, what we've been experiencing. The disease starting off in one region, uh, specifically in East Asia and then moving its mm-hmm. way over towards the west and people not being prepared for it. Yeah. yeah. Which is very it hits
1: really close to home. It's kind of scary honestly cuz it, it it we really weren't prepared for this just like in Contagion. Like it just it just kind of hit us, and we, it, it there wasn't enough done on like every level, um, but yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah. So if you don't like to feel anxious when watching movies, if you if you feel like having fun, maybe this is not the movie for you. Yeah. I just kid. It's actually a really great movie. Um, it's very much in the school of art imitating life. Would you Would you agree with that, Christian? Absolutely, especially right now. Yes, and what we see is different storylines occurring over a specific um, time frame. So essentially once the uh, disease hops onto patient zero and up until the uh, point once they find a vaccination Mm -hmm. is like the the end point to the the movie with like a little bit of an afterword. Um, How did you feel about the structure of the plot? It's very different. It's not the same as other types of movies that we're accustomed to or specifically storytelling that encompasses uh joseph campbell's like theory on myth yeah uh, and i know that you write extensively a lot about this christian
1: oh yeah thank you um yes i do i uh if you've read uh monomythic it's a segment i write for the word print uh planning to pick it up again soon hopefully but um yeah uh, traditionally a lot of stories especially in hollywood are very hero's journey and what was kind of nice about contagion is uh, it's very ensemble based and it's, it's like kind of a catastrophe in this pandemic and this virus, but it doesn't specifically focus on just one character as much as a series of events that unfold and how things can kind of escalate to what it was, just like kind of similarly to what's happening in real life. So um, uh, I actually found this, the plot structure very compelling, but I think it's uh, a lot of it was heavily reliant on the, uh, the strength of its cast. Like, I think if it was just, like, a no-name ensemble, it wouldn't have hit his heart. But because the cast was just so well well uh, casted, <laughs> uh, it it just worked really well. What were your thoughts, uh, Jed?
0: Absolutely. Um, I think it's the same way. It's very compelling. I love it. It reminded me about, um, like, when you read vignettes. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the vibe that I was getting. You were really just getting these... Um, kind of moments in time in all these different figures' lives while this pandemic is occurring, right? mm mm-hmm. um, And one of those people is Lawrence Fishburne, who, of course, is, like, phenomenal. Yes. yes. Uh, within this movie, he plays uh, Dr. Ellis Cheever. And um, it's amazing how... Uh, he's the head of the CDC, I believe, in the film, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Or he's... Yeah, something like that. And, um, yeah, he's just, like... It's interesting to kind of see how he has to handle kind of the public reaction and also the failure to respond from his organization and the government at the same time and kind of being stuck within the middle of that. Um, so that was kind of really cool to see that. I thought he was, his character was kind of the glue to the whole thing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, within the the rest of the, the cast, um, you're kind of seeing them for, uh, I would say, like shorter amounts of time. Like, for example, Kate Winslet who plays Dr. Aaron Myers, right? She's like the, uh, the epidemic intelligence service officer mm-hmm. or something like that, the intelligence officer. Yeah. And, um, you know, she's not really in the movie for that long. Spoilers. By the way, there's probably going to be some spoiler alerts within this episode, as with all episodes of Movie Talk and TV Talk. So um, yeah. she dies. Kate Winslet dies, unfortunately. There was no room for her. Yeah, and it, it her, happens um, in, in a survival way. door of the uh, pandemic sea that they were going through, mm-hmm. um, if you will. And um yeah so she's not really in the movie for that long you think she's going to be like a uh, primary figure um oh well, she she kind of is an important figure but rather you think she's going to be like a primary figure that's going to be there until the end but no they kind of pull that twist on you Absolutely you kind of
1: think that she's going to be the one to lead the charge against fighting this thing and investigating it but then she gets she gets killed off in a really sad kind of cold way where they just she she gets really sick and and she she just she's just one of the many people who you know suffered from it and you know died. So, and this I think is that really also... messed
0: up scene with the the mass grave, right, where they put her in the mass grave. That's how you find out she.
1: she... Yeah, yeah, that hit really hard too. Cause honestly, like we don't like talking thinking about it, but that's probably gonna that's probably what's gonna happen to most of the Western world who hit through this effects.
0: Like, mass graves are coming. We're just kind of in denial. But anyway, sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, were there, was there any cast member in particular or rather a storyline of any of the characters that really was appealing to you? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I lo- I did like um,
1: uh, Lawrence Fishburne's uh, character and how he slowly or subtly uh, tried to warn his wife ahead of time about the outbreak and the pandemic. Um, that whole thing and how he got in trouble for it was very compelling to me because... Uh, I thought that was very human, and to be honest, I can totally see that happening in real life. It's like, yeah, you don't want your significant other to to get sick and, you know, and all this terrible atrocity to happen to them. so, yeah, but, like, it comes at a cost and with ramifications, so uh, I found that storyline particularly interesting. That and
0: uh, Jude Law's character, but I think (laughs) you probably have more to say about that one, right? Yeah, let's talk about Jude Law's character. He's really interesting. Um, he was one out of two story arcs that I really dug within the, the movie. Um, and and it's, it's really cool. Uh, with Jude Law, he plays this um, like journalist, possibly a conspiracy theorist, um, who's kind of uh, been following the outbreak of this disease, the MEV1, throughout the world and it entering uh, within the United States. Uh, So he's kind of one of those people who's like, I told you so, this happened, you know, this is what's going on, and we got to kind of be transparent about that. Mm -hmm. So his character is interesting in the way because I think it's written in a way that you don't really know if he is, you know, 100% solid, you know, journalist or if he's like a conspiracy theorist. That's just trying to cause panic um, within the society, within that context, right? And I think that the writers do a phenomenal job. Um, And the writer, Scott Burns, uh, kind of, you know, playing like the... uh, What's the phrase I'm thinking about? You know, he's he's finding a good balancing act, essentially, for the character. Because there are some points where you're like, oh, this guy's great. This is really cool. He's really on the officials. He's really questioning people. He uh, leaked stuff to the public, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, But then at the same time, He's claiming that there's this this, uh, drug called forsythia Mm -hmm. that is uh, being kept away from the public, which is the cure to this specific pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. And there's no real scientific explanation as to how he got that. I think he just got the information from some sort of a source. Yeah. And then he live streamed himself taking it, right? What's that? Oh, he live streamed himself taking the drug, too. He did. He had symptoms, quote-unquote. You don't know if he was faking it or not. Uh-huh. And then he live-streamed himself taking it, and the next day he was miraculously healed. Yeah. yeah. So he has a very interesting uh, plotline, and I think it's a very important plot line within the film, too, um, because it really does focus a lot on, um, you know, freedom of speech, the, this kind of, like, First Amendment right, especially in times of crisis. You know, media has to have access uh, to all these different things that are going on within the government. They have to be transparent uh, to the public. But at the same time, a lot of officials would probably have the perspective that they don't want to be able to share all that information to be able to keep some sort of control during a chaotic time. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really exemplified throughout his storyline. Would you agree, Christian?
1: Absolutely. Uh, what I really liked about that is I don't know where he falls, and I feel like, I feel like that's kind of how these things are in real life, you know? Like, I don't know if he's a good person or a bad person. I don't know if he really had a cure or if he was just trying to make money. I don't know if he was a truth teller or if he, again, like you said, was just somebody pulling people's leg. I don't really know, but he was definitely compelling and he made you pay attention. And you need people like that, honestly, in situations like this.
0: Yes, absolutely. And there's, uh, he, he made like $4 million, I think, his character. Yeah. Off of the uh, for Scythia stuff, which I thought was really interesting
1: you know what i think is interesting is we just announced that we're trying a new malaria drug mixed with uh what was it c CPAC or something like that z pack so like we're trying a mix of cocktail drugs too in the united states to treat covid nobody really knows if it's gonna work and there hasn't been that many studies done but there were rumors about it and enough where our president in chief was just like yeah we're just gonna we're just gonna release them we're just gonna distribute them everywhere we're gonna see what happens and it's just like dude why? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yes, sorry. I thought that it's was relevant. It's all good. Yeah. Um. There, there's no apologizing on movie talk. Hopefully. <laughs> I hope <laughs> we never have to apologize for anything. But you're good, man. Keep talking. Keep ranting. It's totally fine. Um. <laughs> I just like it's another... funny that
1: uh, the parallelisms. But sorry, what you were saying?
0: No, it's okay. Uh, I was just gonna say another uh, interesting storyline within the film is uh, Marion Cotillard's character.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right.
0: Um, what's her name again? I'm totally blanking on it. Um, I have it pulled up. Does they even mention it in the film. I think they do. Uh, it should be in the cast. List. Oh, Leon- Leonora Arantes. She's an epidemiologist. Uh, there you go. That's with the WHO, right? Mm-hmm. The World Health Organization. So she goes off um, to China, right? To uh, kind of help them contain uh, what's going on. Yes, and she falls into some trouble. Would you like to talk about that? Yeah, she uh, she basically gets
1: kidnapped uh, and uh, threatened for uh, her uh, t- exchanging her life for a cure, and it's it's a tricky storyline. Um, they they kind of they kind of do give in, but not in the way that you think. Um, yeah. I, I forget, actually, the rest of the details, so... <laughs> if you want to pick up.
0: Yeah, so she has to save the village, right? There's a village that doesn't have access to vaccines. Yes. And she's supposed to help... Um, well, she gets kidnapped into helping them do so, but it looks like she does um, kind of sit there for a while, probably for, like, months or something, right?
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely um, a long period of time. But the, the what I got away... Uh, what I got from it was... Um, she felt really shitty, because eventually, yeah, they do give some type of vaccine, but it's not a real vaccine, right? It's Yeah, it's not. They it's kind just... of
0: pull that, that thing on them, which is super messed up.
1: I mean, but they also state that, you know, this shit happens a lot. I and mean, to be honest, it kind of makes sense, which is really depressing. But, yeah.
0: Yeah. Weird. Well, um, I don't think anything makes real sense during a pandemic. Uh, well, I'm, I'm hoping that you know, recovery tactics make sense. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, it's a panic. A lot of people are going to be in a panic in that regard. Um, is there anything else about the cast or the acting um, that really struck out to you? Um,
1: I guess it would be remiss not to talk about Matt Damon, who was excellent in this movie, right? He's kind of the main character, or at least the person you're supposed to be following the most. Um, it all kind of kicks off because he... Um, his wife uh, gets very sick his wife being um, Gwyneth Paltrow and uh it's funny Gwyneth didn't have that or she didn't seem like she had that big of a role but then you find out that she's kind of the reason the disease spread and so we Gwyneth see her Gwyneth
0: Paltrow is patient zero yeah she's patient How zero would you say that is <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean oh man oh th- that might hit too close to home if you find out that she actually did spread quite a lot of COVID in Los Angeles um Oh, and she's an anti-vaxxer, too, right? Oh,
0: man. In real life? I think so, right? Is she really?
1: Yeah, that's why I'm just like, oh, dude, this is, uh, now oh, it just okay. hit close to
0: <laughs> She can't be an anti-vaxxer. I,
1: I gotta, I'm gonna look it up while we continue. I'm looking
0: it up right now, too. I don't know if okay. you guys hear me typing into the keys right now. I'm pretty but, sure she is, though. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she was. But she can't be an anti-vaxxer. She so she actually is? Who do you think brainwashed her? Jim Carrey or uh, Jenny McCarthy? Uh, that's, that's a good, good question. question.
1: I, I want to say it's Jenny McCarthy, McCarthy, McCarthy. but honestly, I don't know. It can be yeah, right.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't say. Well, I okay. hope she's not an anti-vaxxer for a kid's sake and for everyone else's sake around us. Um, but yeah, man. What a time to be alive for those anti-vaxxers. Oh, gosh. yeah yeah so dude there uh listeners there are a lot of great cameos within this movie if you guys really like celebrities and um you know uh enjoy matt damon in particular yeah uh, you're gonna very much like this movie because it's very it's i would say it's star-studded right you got a whole lot of people in there um you know elliot gould Mm-hmm. Has a really cool cameo. Brian Cranston. Oh,
1: right. I forgot about
0: Brian Cranston. Heisenberg <laughs> himself is inside this movie. Yeah. yeah. He plays a really general, general or something, general right? Yes, he does. Absolutely. Yeah. Santa Lathan. Uh, you know, um, Enrico Calantani. He's from that TV show Just Shoot Me with David Spade back in the day. Oh, that's pretty cool. I used to be one of, like, three people who loved that show. <laughs> uh, so I always pick <laughs> him up. I always, like, get excited when I see him on TV. I was like, oh, I know that dude. It's that dude from that that show. Yeah. Um, And, of course, my favorite cameo throughout the whole thing that had me cracking up, uh, Dimitri Martin. Oh. That's very weird. Do you remember seeing him as one of the doctors?
1: No, actually, I I don't at all, but that's kind of cool.
0: Dude, it's hard (laughs) to miss. How do you not miss that, like,
1: haircut? That's true, but it has been a couple days now, so my my memory is short-term these days. (laughs) It's all good. It's all good.
0: Gotta get that memory checked out, man.
1: I know. I might have
0: the... uh the forgetfulness disease forget that's what they're calling it these days yeah
1: i forget what they call it but just in the states
0: called... where it's not legal that's what they're calling it these days <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about the um the cinematography of the uh of the movie i guess and the setting uh a, I,
1: that's, think that's scene, I think it's it's excellent um mostly because they kind of they they shot it in a way which you needed to um, which is, like, a very focused dark lighting, like, kind of pandemic type story where everything that was lit and well-detailed had, like, emphasis towards it because everything was going to shit. Um, so I, I
0: liked it a lot, personally. Um, yeah. What What about you? What did you think? I love how they focused a lot on people's faces mm-hmm, mm-hmm. throughout that, um, how it was very much, like, focused in the character as if you're standing right next to them. Yeah while they're talking or while they're in in, infected. I almost feel that Stodderberg kind of designed the movie to, to give you a little bit more anxiety outside of the story. Mm -hmm. So with the way it was shot, um, kind of like these, uh, ups on the different actors, you know, especially when they're sick, there's that guy in the bus who gave a ride to Gwyneth Paltrow, right? He was transporting patient Uh, zero to LA and, um, you know, you see him on the bus, he's like talking on the phone to, to Kate Winslet, and he's like sneezing into his coat, you know, he has like the runny nose, he's wearing the trench coat and the hat, and it's just very much like, you can see the, the background on the bus too, but it kind of like focuses in on him, especially when he gets off of the bus and goes into that bus stop, right, and like falls down to the ground, and she's coming up to him with like the mask, and the, the I guess, kit that she has. Um <laughs> Also, the soundtrack too, I think, feeds into that kind of structural anxiety that I picked up mm-hmm. from watching the movie. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the soundtrack, I would say, in general, mm-hmm. but it definitely kept my heart racing.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely agree with you on that. Uh, every minute of this, you just felt like you needed to get to that cure, or to that vaccine, or to anything that could stop these these really senseless, you know, just just deaths and infection rates. But, yeah,
0: uh, the soundtrack definitely playing a big part of that. Indeed. Indeed. And, uh, Christian, I know you have a lot of family um, within the healthcare industry. Am I correct on that? Yeah, a lot of friends and, and like, a lot of family who are nurses. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and well, what would you say from your experience? Did it? Uh... We couldn't get a real doctor to be on this podcast, by the way. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I... Ask... someone who's, like, uh, three degrees uh, displaced from a medical professional... I mean, I could
1: um, hit up a friend of mine who's actually off-town night, but I feel like he would not like being on the spot. And also, he's probably like... Probably not. He's like in the Especially front line. For this
0: type of podcast, I would think. Yeah, he's like on the it's front like, hey, line. Hey, you be in the news? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be it's funny, like, yeah, though. like, news, What news channel, news 12. No, no, man, no. Like, geek news. Oh, like, like, comic book news? Like, the Nerdist? It's like, nah, man. think even more local. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um... But I mean, it seemed sciencey to me. You know, I'm gonna yeah. I, I guess like I feel like it's more scientifically relatable than anything Donald Trump is saying currently.
1: I, wholeheart- I wholeheartedly agree. Um, there there are a couple things in it that I actually have heard reference, like the R rate and the reproduction rate of like viruses. I've heard actual like healthcare professionals talk about. Um. I think the, the embellished parts are like the, um, uh, I'm trying to think of like, the, um, even though I'd mentioned that it was one of my favorite parts, um, the whole Lawrence Fishburne with the, yeah, giving a heads up to his wife and them tracking him down and finding out about it. I feel like that was a bit embellished.
0: Um, I'm trying to think what one else wasn't really, I think the janitor recorded his character. Yeah, that's and put that online, which is why they were able to find out quick from it. Yeah, that that doesn't really <laughs> uh Yeah. Says um... Richard Nixon and his administration. No,
1: <laughs> but um I, I like the science behind the infection rates and what they try to do to curb the, the spread, but it you know. And how it didn't work because that's very much the route that we're going. <laughs> that and like um the the makeshift hospitals that they had to construct and whatnot because that's actually happening right now as we speak in real life right how crazy yeah
0: yep. we're in New Jersey so I think we're um gonna be we get we're getting National Guardsmen come out yeah and setting that up yeah uh, which thanks thanks to them more power to them and everything for for doing that good work
1: definitely uh they they just announced the Javits Center is being converted to makeshift hospital. Which is crazy, because we've all spent a lot of time there. Like, everyone at the WordPress. New York Comic Con. (laughs) Is now the hospital. But,
0: yeah, that's crazy. Indeed. Definitely needed, though. Definitely. Um, Yeah. Very cool. So, how did the movie make you feel overall? Did you feel that there was any hope after watching this? Yeah. um, uh... I think,
1: eventually, we're just going to say fuck it and rush a vaccine. (laughs) Even if it doesn't fully do what we hope it does and um if there's one thing that i liked about this movie is it preps people who are deniers about what's happening so like uh just uh, without going too much into detail um my my folks are a little bit older And they weren't doing everything, like, that you needed to do immediately uh, in terms of the quarantine, in terms of, like, keeping separate, in terms of social distancing and stuff. Like, people were having a hard time adjusting, because, like, especially for baby boomers, they just, you know, they they don't really buy into it, especially when it's not a pressing thing right in front of them. Um, But one of the things that I found fascinating is I actually showed Contagion to my dad, who was being very stubborn with my family. And again, not not too much into detail, but um, immediately afterwards, he... (laughs) Actually approached me and was like, "Hey, I understand now." And afterwards, like he took this shit seriously. He was just like, "Okay, this I guess it can get really bad." And Contagion helped him kind of realize that. So, like talking about art and the usefulness in art in real life, it's like this movie might actually help other people in the way that it actually helped my dad in taking this shit seriously and seeing the ramifications of not of you know of uh of how bad it can get and trying to do the right and the necessity of trying to do the right thing. So um I liked it a lot because of that. I think it's very informative if you just want a general taste of like how bad or what pandemics are kind of like.
0: Uh what about you? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. I like those type of movies a lot. Mm-hmm. Um you know, they do use the phrase social distancing. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of before it was popular. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely um, way ahead of its time in terms of social media trends. Yeah, that's crazy. I'll definitely, definitely say that. Um, I really want Jude Law's character to be right <laughs> <laughs> in the movie because um, they just kind of arrest his ass for for making a lot of money off of this thing. He does,
1: so, he does uh, pay bail immediately though, so I think he'll be fine for the most part. We just don't know oh, if he was a gets good person. Oh, he with the bail.
0: Yeah, all, all of his friends like or uh, his fans. Yeah, his fans all really. His friends. All of his fans kind of get him out. Um, as I'm depre- kind of hoping he's not the conspiracy theorist and more of the you know, hard-hitting journalist. Yeah, uh, yeah, because we yeah, kind of need think. that these days. As depressing um, as
1: it sounds in terms of real life, I kind of hope that this malaria-antibiotic uh, uh, th- mix helps a lot of people. I don't know if it will, but, I mean,
0: we got to try something in real life, right? Cause, Indeed. Yeah, li- lives matter. So Indeed. But I think um, and and it's funny you mentioned that too, right? It's like trying out stuff in real life, right? We all have our part to play. Mm-hmm. And this movie, I believe, does reinforce that um, you know pretty, pretty directly. Yeah. Um, you can almost say that uh, we're currently using the same type of script language. <laughs> uh, so it's uh, you know, wash your hands for 20 seconds. So I hope all you guys are doing that. So once you're done with this podcast, man, I know Christian and I, we can get a little dirty on this stuff. Just, uh, <laughs> go wash your hands for at least 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's like warm to hot water, right? Mm-hmm. Hot water, preferably, you know, burn that skin off. <laughs> Try to lotion um, after, I guess. Social distance, man. Yeah. Use conferencing software like a uh, TriCaster or, um, or Vast Conference or Zoom or Skype, you know, Yeah. to communicate with people. Don't be going over their house to hang out and watching movies like Contagion. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that at all man stay at home yeah. social distance yourself six feet yourself. they recommend six feet six feet yes you can be in the same room with people six feet please don't meet up in groups larger than 10 yeah especially right now
1: um so yeah. here's uh just not the pivot but it's related to this uh one one of the things that my my doctor friend suggested was um or mentioned to me is like if everyone actually did do their part and social isolated for two weeks Even if you were a carrier, you might actually beat this thing just immune system on your own, which means for two weeks, if nobody had direct viral, you know, contact, viral-to-host contact, the the virus essentially would just die because it has nowhere to jump, and we'd have a lot less cases and shit would be a lot more under control, but we need people to actually legit stay, like, isolated for a fixed short amount of time. That's really the whole point of the social isolation thing and like that's really what you could do to really help fight this thing is just do your part and be safe and you know, just put life
0: on pause for a bit. That's that's really it. Um Indeed. Do you think that the fake Americans in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Like the fictionalized Americans Do you think that they did a good job in, in trying to keep it under control?
1: Uh I mean they tried. They were it, you know, it's it's sad to say. It. I was going to say, they were, very, they were very reactionary to everything that was happening. And I'm like, oh, what's happening right now?
0: <laughs> oh. Um, That's my main concern, man. Yeah. Like that scene in the movie where Matt Damon and his daughter are going through the supermarket and it's just complete pandemonium. Yeah.
1: We're very much having a similar thing here. But it seems like society hasn't broken down fully yet in the sense of, like, riots and whatnot. Um, sure, and hope not. Yeah, hope not of course. Yeah, I really, hope um, not because I know no in... lack,
0: everyone's gonna be sitting at home listening to our podcast, man. <laughs> Basically, all 40 people that live in this in this country <laughs> are gonna tune in simultaneously <laughs> and check us out. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Well, I think we've hit the end of uh, movie talk. No, yeah. this was a... the session. Um, definitely keep following us on Workprint. I wrote an article on this too, so make sure to check it out. Yeah, definitely Um, check
1: out Chad's article. Really looking forward to reading it. And uh, this was a dope movie to watch together. We actually watched this together using video software or uh, video
0: calling. So, yeah. Yes, we did because we were responsible like that. Yeah, social distancing while being social. It was great. It was like we could pause the movie, talk and stuff. Yeah, and just kind of joke about it and stuff. I I
1: suggest, you know, doing similar things in your life, listeners, because,
0: you know. Again, I recommend alcohol. Drinking alcohol with the movie.
1: Yes, that's <laughs> it. You know, I
0: give it an A plus for alcohol. Yeah. Um, and take a shot for every time you know you see something in the movie that you saw in the news. Oh, previously, you're not gonna get that far. <laughs> well, wow. we underestimate some people, <laughs> I guess. But anyways, thank you for joining us. My name is Jad Cato. You can find me at Jad Cato, J A D K A A D O, on all the social medias. You can see my articles here on The Work Print. Christian, plug yourself in, buddy. Hi,
1: uh, Christian Angelus. You, you guys can follow me on uh, theworkprint.com or x and underscore Angelus on Instagram and Twitter.
0: Awesome. And then we're going to come up with a new episode, uh, five, which will be on the movie platform, which you can see currently on Netflix. So if you guys want to hop on that real quick, check it out, and then join us for our next episode of Movie Talk, which will hopefully be out uh, within the next week or so. Sweet. Sounds good, man. All right. Thank you, guys. We wish you well, be safe, yeah. wash your hands, keep the fuck away from people, um, six feet, uh, what about else am I missing, uh, social isolate, uh, try to and, stay positive throughout this, and be kind, compassionate, and be positive, Yeah. please dig into the arts, even if you're busy, and if you're working at home, take some time for yourself, de-stress, read an awesome book, watch an anxiety-inducing movie like Contagion. <laughs> Um, you know just be happy because when you're positive and when you're not stressed out it's also going to help out your immunity yes in the long run too so we love you here at the Workprint. Uh hang tight and we appreciate your support yeah. and we'll talk to you guys soon yeah thanks everyone. thanks everyone oh also comment and all that stuff yes go for you it <laughs> but like legible stuff not like ads or <laughs> nonsensical <laughs> god knows what yeah okay okay promise cool All right, take care, everyone. (laughs) Signing off.